And welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with your hosts Emily and Raquel. And this week we're doing our bonus episode for While You Were Sleeping. Yay, it's over! That made it sound <laughs> like I was stoked that yeah. it was over. No, I loved this K drama. Um, I just really like these bonus episodes because I like going back and commenting on comments. I think it's a lot of fun to see what other people have to say. Yeah, it's. It's always a good time. We pick out um, our favorite comments and the most well-thought-out and well-written comments. Because on Vicky, there's like thousands upon thousands of comments, so we're not going to read most of them. Literally about 50% of them we can read anyway, because so many of them are in different languages, which is so good. Yeah, that's so neat that it's K-dramas are such an international phenomenon, but um, we can't read those comments, nope. so we just skip them. Yep. Um, so yeah, we went through and found a couple of our favorites, like Em said, and um, I'm excited to jump into them. Uh, before we do jump into them... Um, do you want to go over, I guess, our final wrap-up feelings on how it all went? I don't know. Do you, How do you feel? Do you feel like you've, you got to properly wrap up your feelings in our last episode? Because I feel like what we did in our last episode was talked about Wu Talk. That's fair. That's still kind of where I'm at. I've, um... I agree with a lot of these comments, which I think we'll go over a lot, is just like, overall, real great show. And just ahead of time, I think I only found one comment that I chose for the show, but really only like two or three comments overall that even mentioned Wu Talk at all. So we'll like, we'll try and stay away from Wu Talk conversation, because I'm still going to be bitter about that for a minute. Forever. We just needed <laughs> more. But, yeah, I'm, I, I don't have much to say that isn't in these comments. Cool. Then let's uh, jump into them. Do you want to read your comment first? One of sure. yours? I don't know. Are we doing it that way? Who knows? Who knows? They're, they're not in any particular order. We just threw them on a list. <laughs> um, I'll start at the top. Kathy commented... 10 out of 10 would recommend. I usually don't watch the shows the second time around, but this show is an exception. Amazing storyline. I love how everything and all the situations were planned, especially casting the main roles. The chemistry between Lee Jong-suk and Suzy was great. I would say it wouldn't be a surprise if you see a plot twist on the first few episodes. I think that all of the actors did well when bringing out their characters' emotions on screen. I have to tell you that the directors put thought into the cinematography for this show. The storyline between the love story and suspense clashed very well. One thing I love most is that the concept of the one thing can change a person's life, just how it represented that in the first episode, which is a strong opening to any show. I also thought that the soundtrack was great and that liked how the lyrics were in correlation to what was happening in the scenes. That's a, that's a lot, of, lot to unpack. I didn't start strong. Like I, <laughs> I made this big claim that we picked... Uh, you know, those top-tier comments that were just really clear and well thought out and well put together. And uh, started with this one. Maybe should not have. Well, I like Sorry. that it's kind of like an umbrella of positivity to kind yeah. of... Cause, and it touches on everything a little bit in a really positive way, which I think is good. Because overall, I feel really positive about this K-drama and I really love it. And I agree with a lot of what this person had to say. Same. I think that's probably why I picked this one, because they just touch on everything that I want to touch on in this bonus episode, and just, because I feel like last time we might have left off on a negative note, and we really did love this K-drama. Yes, it was so good. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. 
Yeah, we have, uh, I mean, I think that something going in, we always talk about how we want to avoid sounding like mindless fangirls of something, and then somehow, even though we're trying to avoid it, it's not really that hard to avoid, because what we end up doing instead is nitpicking K-dramas, and Mm -hmm. I feel like we spend a lot of time doing that, which, like, I don't know. It's how we feel. I'm not going to, like, apologize for how I feel necessarily, but I don't think that it comes off as positively as we actually feel about the K-dramas. And so it's good to, like, touch base and remember, like, oh, no, yes, overall, I loved, like, how the characters interacted. I thought the cinematography was outstanding. Um, the soundtrack was awesome. I mean, the soundtrack is the reason we picked uh, <laughs> this K drama going in because Henry Lau got that good good Henry uh, song in there, and that's what made us decide to watch this one next. So, so overall, we loved it, and we agree with this comment. I don't know. That's why I picked it. That's it. Yeah. That's all. I saw a few commenters here and there that were, um, did not like Susie. I was surprised. Most people seem to really like Lee Jong-suk. He's a crowd favorite. But for some reason. Yeah, she, uh, she kind of got, um, she kind of got burnt in a couple of these comments. I did include a couple of comments that at least commented on on how they felt. I don't know. A lot of them were still really positive. I tried to mostly pick positive comments, and then a couple that just, you know, for flavor, like mm-hmm. um, some that did not rate it quite so well, as long as they weren't mean-spirited. Like, yeah. as long as they were coherent and made sense and weren't just, like, picking it apart just to pick it apart. I tried to include some different perspective but um but yeah i saw a lot of stuff that was pretty negative about Susie as well which i don't necessarily disagree with i don't know if you remember the first episode that we recorded of the podcast Mm -hmm. when pretty much that whole episode of the podcast we spent talking about um Susie and or not Susie, but um Hongju. Hongju. Yeah, Yeah. and how we just didn't, like, we weren't getting anything from her. Yeah. And, I mean, the way we framed it, it, the way we, it was toned in the episode, mostly we were just blaming Hongju in general, because we don't really like to, we're (laughs) non-confrontational, and we don't really like to, like, pick someone out and, and, like, tear them apart, because that's kind of not what this is about for us. Um, so we really focused on just, like, we're not getting a lot from Hongju, but, I mean, when it comes down to it, Hongju is played by Susie, and it did take us, like, four episodes to even start to get into her character. Um, but it felt like it was more about the writing for me. Like, they didn't give her much to work with. We didn't know if she had a job or what she was doing at home all the time. Yeah. And she's just kind of this crazy girl who has dreams about the future, and um, we can't really tell what her reaction to those dreams are. She seems kind of subdued to them. So it's, um, it felt like a choice, because I believe 100% that the writers decided everything. I don't think they just forgot to write in character development for Hongju in the first four episodes. I think they either didn't have time or they chose to not give you much as far as um, how much you know about Hongju. But I don't feel like it was Susie's portrayal of Hongju that was lacking. That's fair. Because overall, there was one comment um, that I don't think I included uh, in the comments that we're going to read today. Uh, so I'll just go over it really quick, but uh, there was one that just talked about how they really liked that Susie was able to play a character that was quirky without being um, kind of the crazy, dumb female character that occasionally K-dramas tend to 
put their females into like they the the female yeah. roles they tend to make, which I actually agree it is a theme that I and not with like great ones. The great ones do really strong female characters, like. Um, strong yeah. in the sense that, like, their characterization is really strong, or, like, you know, it's... The, mm-hmm. the great ones don't have a problem with that, I don't think. Um, but I have seen that, where, like, they try to make uh, the lead, the female lead girlish, but she just comes off as being a little... a little dumb and young, and... or, like, they try and make her seem, um, like... She isn't a pushover, but instead she comes off as, like, a crazy, like, just kind of a maniac, you know? And, <laughs> and I've seen it done in in K-dramas before, and I kind of liked that the person was able to, like, point that out, because I actually do think that Hongju, ultimately, by the end, was a character I really liked. Not just because she dressed super well, but because she was strong. Like, she was a strong journalist who um was like resolute in her beliefs and wanted to use her platform to change things and do good and then there was the dream stuff too which was cool but yeah 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 but i agree i think any problems that i had with the character were just character based and Similarly, I think most of the things that I really liked about Hongju were also just character-based. Like, I don't know Susie at all, so I don't know if she's this strong-willed woman who fights for justice, just because that's who she portrayed in this show. Right, yeah. But, I I don't know, I think the the good comes with the bad, and for me they're all character-based, and I don't think it, I didn't have a problem with Susie's acting, which is all I can comment on, because that's all I know about her, is her acting skills. Yeah, and this is actually the only thing I've seen Susie in, um, so I don't know if she has a past of being a lackluster actor, or if maybe I would still like her in those things, but so many people commented that it does make, like, with, um... Either negative things about her acting or positive things about her acting becoming better than it has been in the past. That it does make me I don't completely distrust the masses. Like it does make me wonder if, yeah, maybe she has improved or um or if she has a past. But I, I did overall I thought that she did a really good job with Hongju. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Next comment. Uh pretty Pretty short and basic. Uh, Lexi Renee said, This plot is so good. Totally worth the watch. It's confusing at first, so pay attention because all of the details are important. Not only that, but always have tissues nearby when you're watching. Trust me. <laughs> Girl, I trust you. You needed tissues for this K-drama. Not too many. Not as many as some other shows. But some. There were some good cries. Just killed, like, one tree instead of, like, the seven... <laughs> per human that goblin <laughs> took from us <laughs> took from us um i like that they pointed out i like i hope people who read the comments before they watch the shows read this one cuz they're like no pay attention like this is not a k drama that you should watch casually because they really thought out every single detail of this show and Every little thing comes back in later. I mean, so just pay attention. Yeah, I mean, definitely we should have read this comment before we watched the <laughs> K drama. I just we... hate reading any comments before K dramas. I know I've had K dramas ruined by reading comments first, uh, so I just try and go by rating instead of comments because. Um, sometimes people do not mark tag their spoilers in their comments, and then you end up reading something that was really, really integral to the plot. Yeah, I just realized that we haven't said whether ours is spoilery or not, and I don't think it is. I don't- I think you can listen to this bonus episode without watching the show. Like, you won't get as much out of it. I think you- should listen to our bonus episode after watching while you're sleeping. But 
I'm just going to set the precedent now that we are not going to do spoilers in this episode. Oh, okay, because I just generally assume that they have to have watched the K-drama before they listen. Just because I I don't ever want to worry about spoiling something for anyone, and I think that the safest way to do that is just to assume that unless you've seen the entirety of the K-drama, you probably shouldn't listen to the (laughs) bonus episode that is about the entirety of the K-drama. Yeah, I think we'll talk about overarching themes and maybe some storylines, but we won't be like, somebody died, or somebody um, doesn't, I don't know. Hearts get Pretty broken. Much just that. Hearts get broken. Here's, here's what happens at the end. Because that's what our last episode was about. Yeah, that's true. We did go, and and yeah, we do go in detail throughout the K-drama, so it probably isn't necessary for us to talk about details so much as just how we feel. Yeah. Our feelings. We'll try. If if we end up spoiling something, Raquel just has to go back and edit out this part, or just edit in, like, a little voiceover of Raquel being like, okay, after Emily made that big announcement, later she did spoil a big thing, so if you listen <laughs> to the rest of the episode, just know that. <laughs> just edits are me making sure, just going through with the time. <laughs> I wish that I went through with a fine tooth comb when I edited this thing. I like to pretend like I'm a professional, but in reality, I pretty much just edit out all of my mouth noises. <laughs> Um, if anybody wants to edit our podcast for free, hit us up, plankpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Looking for editors. Yep, we pay you in gratitude. Literally, it's all we have. <laughs> um. So the first comment that I put in here is like a novel. Like if you thought that that first one was long, you just stick around because this is about twice as long. Um, but that said, I really liked everything this person had to say. And part of it is really long because they went back and didn't edit after watching a couple of episodes. So the first part of this comment is, um, like, after, I think, the first two episodes or something. And then the next is after a couple more. And I thought that it was a super well-thought-out comment. I believe... Will you just pronounce the name for me, Emily? My accent's so dumb. Um, I don't know. It seems like just a bunch of letters. Hakoye. Hakoye? I'm just gonna say Hakoye. Okay, Hakoye. Uh, so it's, um, after only watching the first two episodes, the drama is not what I had expected. The drama has already shown us plot twists that I was not expecting. Lee Jong-suk plays a character that is different from the other ones he played before, so I'm expecting a lot from him which he could deliver in the first episode. Susie is acting alright. She isn't the best actress I have watched, but I can say that she's improved a lot. There were only a few scenes where she couldn't really deliver the right emotion, but besides that, she did a good job. I'm even more curious how her character is going to develop. The drama has already shown the kind of relationship and connection the main leads have, and differs a little from the trailer which I hadn't expected, but I appreciate a lot because the story got more interesting. The soundtrack and the quality of the drama are amazing and give the drama even more feeling. And then the edit, after they watched a couple, is having now watched the two latest episodes, I can only say that another plot twist happened and I couldn't be happier. The story isn't unfolding the way I had expected it to, but I like the way it is going even better. I love the interactions with the policeman and the connection they are starting to form. I am thinking it through how the dreams and connections between the different dreams work, but I already have a lot of theories, so I'm expecting a lot. The plot changed from the trailer because a lot of events and conditions differ from what was shown in the trailer, but I can only say that these changes made the drama better. It is different from mainstream kind of plots and keeps the viewer excited. Therefore, I can only recommend it to everyone who loves beautiful squads and an exciting story that keeps everyone on their toes. (laughs) So the longest comment ever, but I did appreciate the two plot or like the two the breakup there 
after having watched a couple of episodes, I think the two things that really stood out to me was uh, when they commented about how this is really different from Lee Jong-suk's other roles. Mm. Because I've only ever seen him in one other thing, and it was W. And um, I actually, like, I thought he did a really good job playing King Joel. Yeah, he was perfect for that. Yeah, he did so good, and it was, but I thought it was really refreshing to see him in this role, because as good a job, like, he's an awesome actor, I think he's a really good actor, um, and I'm really glad I got to see him in in a different role to show that he he can play different people, because Jay Chan is so different from King Chol, and I actually don't think King Joel is like the best person in the world. I thought he was really yeah. frustrating. And I liked seeing a character that I almost expected to dislike. I don't know, based on nothing pretty much, but I almost expected to dislike. And then like getting to see actually this whole new perspective on Lee Jung Suk's acting skills and this character that I actually really, really liked. And I thought was a really great person and um that yeah like he he's not a one-trick pony it was really cool mm-hmm. seeing his other um his other skills as an actor agreed it makes me want to watch more of his shows i s- tried to start pinocchio once which he's also famous for and i think i also started i hear your voice and i hear your voice i just wasn't interested in it just didn't catch me and hook me within the first episode but pinocchio i just oh i really hated it oh like, no yeah someone will have to send me an email or uh comment on this episode and be like give it another chance because in the first episode they just did something that i was like i can't watch this show and i really love lee jong suk and i it's a very highly rated show, and I think it would be really good. So maybe someday I'll try and watch it again. But like you said, I don't know Lee Jung Suk's works very much because I haven't watched many of them. I follow him on Instagram, so I feel like we've uh, we're kind of pals, like we're <laughs> a little bit friends. So I really like him as a person. Just because he posts uh, fun pictures with fun captions. So he seems like a great chap. (laughs) At the very least, he's awesome at Instagram. (laughs) But like you said, knowing him as King Chol was kind of like, yeah, I like him, but um, he's kind of a jerk. Like, low-key, a little bit of a jerk. Yeah, like, is he a a cool person? Hell yeah. Is he a (laughs) good person? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. It's a maybe. <laughs> and then seeing him play um, Jay Chan was like very refreshing. Is he a cool person? Hell no. Is he a good person? <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Such a good analysis. I liked it. Um, sorry, you said you have one more thing. You said you had two things that you really liked. Oh, yeah. I liked how. Uh how much they could not get over all of the plot twists in it. Um, they freaking loved that. They That's loved so the cute. plot twists. Yeah, they were in <laughs> for the plot twist. They were here for the ride. And um, I thought that that was a lot of fun. Um, also, the comment, um, I can only re- recommend it to everyone who loves beautiful squads, because I'm like, <gasps> yes! yes, the three dragons. The three dragons. Squad goals right there. Yep. I just love, and obviously everyone does, because it's a major theme in K-dramas. I love squads. I just, I love friendship. I love friendship so much. Why did I say that like I'm going to (laughs) cry? I just love friendship. Friendship just gets us emotional. Get your tissues. Keep them close. Because there's friendship here. There's a lot of friendship in this show. Oh, good review. I liked that one. Yeah, they they had so many feelings, and all of the feelings are so good and thought out. Yeah. And, and just nice. Okay, my next one is Baek Hyun-hee, which 
I'm pretty sure that's the name of an actor, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe it's it's her name. Um, really, really good. Plot was unique and grabbed my attention from the start till the very last second. Written perfectly, flowed nicely, and ending was wrapped well, tying up all the loose ends. <clears throat> Another one of Lee Jong-suk's best dramas. He's done it again. His chemistry with the rest of the cast was 15 out of 10. All the characters <laughs> in the cast were awesome. I love Robin the Corgi. <laughs> that made the comment. It was a nice comment, <laughs> but that made the comment. That's really the reason that I picked this comment, is the shout out for Robin. He was everything in this show. He was, and I actually have to disagree a little with the comment because of the whole ending was wrapped well, but like... Yes! But Robin the Corgi, yes. Yes to that. You slipped You slipped uh, another sentence in that made me forgive everything that was wrong with your <laughs> comment. Just kidding. That was the only part. It's I don't feel like the loose ends were tied up for this K-drama, but pretty much everything else I agreed with. Very nice drama. Um, the next one is Just a Cricket 57. That one's not even close to a name. That's okay. It doesn't matter. It's not a requirement. This one said, wow, it's just fantasy. Nice and warm. I assume they mean warm. Nice they warm. said worm. <laughs> nice and warm. Romance. But story is amazing. The main important is good and true will win because of good people or heroes, but it's not true in real life. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Whoa, buddy. Are you going to be okay? Oh, is no. everything all right? Do you need a friend? Wow. Um. You know that this person is like the person who lives for the sad endings. <laughs> Oh, because that's, uh, this is a telling comment. I need somebody to find just a Cricket 57 and give him a, a nice and warm hug. A nice and warm hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, it like, they gave it a 10 out of 10, and that's really yeah. nice. They obviously really liked it. I'm just worried about <laughs> how sad they are. Yeah, it's okay for good to win that? in the end. And good people and heroes are out there. They're real. They do exist. Uh, Robin the Corgi. Robin the Corgi. He was played by a real Corgi. <laughs> a real and hero. Are good people and heroes. <laughs> I don't know. I'll stop messing with you. Just a cricket. Just like. Um. I just. I cannot view. Good in the world. Yeah. I can't view a a world that has dogs in it as anything but but ultimately good. As long <laughs> as there's dogs, there's hope. Alright, the next comment is yours. Okay. This drama was so oh sorry, I'll talk about who it is first. This is by uh Uh Hello? I don't know. Halila? Um this drama was so good. The characters were well-written, in my opinion, and I found the story very intriguing. I liked how they were connected by their dreams. Really loved that. Hongju and Jaechan were an adorable couple, but I also fell for Wu-Tok. I wasn't expecting it at all since I started watching this drama for Lee Jong-Suk, but in the end, I liked Wu-Tok more than Jong-Suk's character. That really surprised me. I also liked the secondary characters a lot, as much as the leads. Even the bad guys got my attention and made me even more interested in the story. We all know that we love us some... <laughs> I love me some secondary characters. Yeah! They pulled through on this drama. Those good, good secondary characters. I love them. I loved all of the prosecutors, and I loved Wu Talk. I loved I loved this person's love for Wu Talk. I love Wu Talk. <laughs> and Piano Girl, who ended up being a sister to Hongju. Like, why was that so cute? Right. Like, didn't see that one coming, but so here for it. So dang cute. Love it. I love that. These good times. Um, all of these have been 
10 out of 10 stars. This one is our first 9 out of 10 star comment. Oh boy. I know, they didn't write much. They didn't really elaborate. Um, Fried emoji. I'm just going to pronounce it emoji even though they spelled emoji wrong. (laughs) Whoa. It has been described as a little boring in the middle, but the end sure is worth the wait. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Nine stars. They knew what they needed to say. (laughs) And they did not want to give ten stars for that. They didn't want to give their reasons. Just I'm actually I'm I'm kinda with that. I feel like um you and I were really into the criminal cases. We really enjoyed the the law side of this show and the the part of the show that wasn't about romance was doing it for us. So we were okay with the middle of the show being mostly about the cases and not about the characters as much. But I could see if you were like in it for the romance and you were not interested in court cases, if how you could be like, yeah, this show slowed down a lot in the middle. That's fair. I didn't even think about that because I did love the court cases. Like I, I think that I don't know. I think that a, a lot of people probably were into that, but there's definitely an aspect of American culture that, like, I mean. Let's face it, Law and Order has been going for like 20 years now. Yeah. Uh, we love ourselves some good legal dramas. And um, so for uh, like for me, I was so engrossed in it and like the philosophical debates and all of that. But I can see how someone who was like, I want to see Lee Jong-suk and Susie fall in love. Like I can see how it would have dragged a while because they like... I feel like the relationship started quick, and then it was just a a very small part of the middle. And then by the end, they were, like, getting really in love. But but that middle part was... it was a stretch. Yeah, even though they kind of introduced this love triangle with Wutak, it never really was... A big problem, which I was surprised at. I was so glad because I hate love triangles. But they didn't really do anything with it. Like, they kind of just skipped over a lot of the drama that could have been part of the romance and put all that energy, all that dramatic power into their criminal cases. And I thought that was an interesting way to do it. It was my preferred way, but it Probably isn't everybody's cup of tea. Maybe a lot of people wanted to see more from the three main leads and less from these random criminals that they would bring in for one or two episodes. Yeah, and like we saw a lot of stuff with the other prosecutors, and we love us we love us some secondary characters. But I can see why other people would be like, "Okay, we get it. Other people, great." Yeah. So interesting, interesting perspective. Yeah. Um, the next comment is one I put on, and it gave a whopping, this is the lowest star rating I even saw in the comments, um, but also it's the lowest star rating obviously included in our comments that we put on here, but, I mean, it, there are things I definitely disagree with, but none of Mm. it felt like, I don't know, none of it felt like they were just lying. Yeah, and this is the only one that's almost a little spoilery. There's nothing that's like, and in the last episode, this happens. But they go into more specific details about some stuff that happens throughout the show. So if you don't want any spoilers at all, and you haven't seen the show, uh, skip the next like couple minutes, I'd say. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll give a verbal cue or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back in and be like, skip this many minutes. Who knows? <laughs> um, but this one is by Silver Griffin seven six zero, and they said it was okay. There was zero chemistry between the leads. They felt like casual friends or just nice neighbors rather than romantic partners. It didn't feel like they ever developed a relationship. Rather, that they were just sticking together because of their shared ability to dream about the future. 
The legal cases they handled were ridiculous and full of manufactured drama. Nothing was ever complicated, but everyone immediately took it the wrong way and made it so, only to discover the basic solution at the last second to save everyone, thinking specifically about the case with the guy where the guy dies from a head injury, which also resulted in nonsense medicine. Kids don't get adult-sized organ transplants. <laughs> I liked the dreaming of the future idea, but they explored... And that they explored reasons for why they had the ability, though I wish they had explored the possibility of losing that ability by the same means that they had acquired it. It felt ironic that both of the major kiss scenes in the promos, the one with the cherry blossoms and the one in the rain, never actually happened, and were both dream sequences. Glad it was a short one. So yeah, that one's pretty spoilery. Um, And obviously there was some stuff I disagreed with, like, Literally two minutes ago, I talked about how much I loved the legal cases and the philosophical debates. Um, but I did think it was kind of funny that they brought up the fact that kids don't get adult-sized organs, because I did not think about that. I was just no. like, oh, I'm so glad that he got his organ transplant. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, when you're right, you're right. Kids don't get adult-sized <laughs> organ transplants. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought, I think that's a interesting point, because I never would have thought of it. But like you said, I, I disagree with the, the legal cases being full of manufactured drama, partly because it's a drama, and they just wouldn't be interesting without it. But I do feel like it wasn't overdramatic. For me, at least, it felt like it was a a show's worth of drama, not not a stupid amount of drama. Yeah, like, would it have been dramatic for real life? Perhaps. Is this a K-drama? And K-drama world has different drama standards? Absolutely. Like, I, it was about the amount of drama I would have expected from a K-drama. Yeah. Um, something else they talked about was that there's zero chemistry between the leads, and this... I'm not saying that I agree with them, but I don't disagree. Right, like 5% of me is like, whoa, you you hit the nail on the head. And 95% of me is like, no, I liked it. I really, I was into their relationship. And I feel like they, um, they gave it time. They gave it enough time to feel like they developed a real relationship. But especially at the beginning when they are just kind of, falling together it feels like they're friends and not even great friends just okay friends. just okay friends and then with Wu talk there who we obviously like from day one we we're like team Wu talk and we wanted him to be happy um and so it's kind of like with the love triangle and the way they kind of just had them fall together um in the very beginning, it did feel hard to support the relationship. I remember multiple times just kind of thinking, like, I'd be fine if she ended up with Wu Talk, or if Wu Talk yeah. ended up with Jay Chan, or like, if literally any, <laughs> like, I don't care, I guess. Like, I, I didn't care. And so I, I do think that I can agree to that extent with the zero chemistry thing, but also by the end of it, I thought that they had explored the relationship enough that I actually felt really, really good about it, and I thought that it was a nice relationship that they had built through the K-drama. Same. Same. 100%. I feel like throughout most of the K-drama, I was like, I'm just happy that there's a good squad of friends, and somehow they really slowly moved it along so that by the end, by the the last episode finish of the two main leads, I was like, this makes sense. Where they're at at the very end makes sense to me and feels comfortable and right. So, interesting, interesting perspective. I, it feels like they uh, watched the first couple episodes and wrote half of their review. And then, I, I guess they watched the whole thing because they knew about the two kiss scenes 
But it feels like they just didn't watch the whole K-drama to give it this bad of a review. Right? Yeah, it it does feel like, I don't know, it's a complete work, I think, that it's hard to say that all this holds up. But um, I also think that none of the points they made were unreasonable. I just think I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree 100%, which is why I would give it more than five stars. Yeah, five is... A little stingy, I think. <laughs> I a saw because you can arrange the comments by like ratings lowest to highest. So I started by doing that, and there are a lot of one star reviews what? for this K drama. Yeah, I did not look at any of those. They're really dumb. Um, I didn't see any that were well thought out like this comment. I most of them were just like. Susie is bad and she should feel bad. Oh, yeah. That's just mean. Why are people so mean? Why take the time to comment and leave a one-star review of this nice K-drama if it doesn't even seem like you watched it? Kids, Um, don't be an internet troll. It's sad. Don't be a troll. (laughs) So I liked that this review was well thought out, even if they don't seem like they liked the the K-drama very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the next comment, kind of to to start the wrap up, we've just got two more comments. The next one is by Chakwan. Chakwan. Okay. They said ten stars. This was beautiful, just beautiful. Everything about this drama was incredibly done and well produced. The actors and actresses portrayed their characters well and put so much life into everything they did. The soundtrack was perfect. Feeding every moment, and I couldn't have asked for more. And the plot line, it was genuinely everything. I loved it so much. So beautiful. The writers did such an incredible job with the scripts, the story. Like, can I borrow your brain? Please. <laughs> everything was just so well thought out, and the words spoken by every one of the characters fit their personality so well, bits up the drama nicely, and poured into me so many emotions. Don't think I've ever cried and laughed as much as I have throughout watching this drama. Loved it. Absolutely in love. Oh, that's so nice. That's so cute. It felt like a little love letter. It did, like a love letter to the writers, and that's just sweet. Yeah. But they, again, um, kind of just wanted to start and end on the same theme of, like, people who just went through kind of their bullet point checklist of, like, did I like the soundtrack? Did I like the acting? Did I like the writing? Did I like the cinematography? And I think this K-drama really well checks all those boxes and says, yes, I liked every individual piece of this drama. It was a really well-created drama. You can really feel the love in this comment, Like aside from yeah. the fact that they said they loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, like you can just feel it like they just appreciated this for what it was and I think that's really great yeah that's what K-dramas are about just feeling it just getting into the K-dramas getting way too into them just getting swept away on that drama (laughs) wave (laughs) feeling the good feelings they did say they laughed they don't think they've ever laughed and cried as much and uh me, not so much. I laughed a lot, but they had a lot more cringy humor than I'm used to. Yeah. And I panic with cringy humor as someone with, like, <laughs> just tragic social anxiety um, who goes out in the world every day and just, like, lives with that. It's a lot to, like, experience, um, to experience cringy humor uh, while other people are out in the world socializing, because I'm like, but what if? Like, but I can't, I can't do this with you. I can't be here through this with you. <laughs> this makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, so I don't laugh as much at stu- uh, with stuff like that as I do with, like, I don't know, like, silly puns. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I'm like a dad. I just love dad jokes. I feel like this show had a lot of, like, big setup jokes that would take, like, three scenes and then something would just be happening in the background while somebody else was doing something. And if you noticed it, you'd think that was really clever and funny that they've set this joke up 
and there's the punchline in the background. Yeah, like right there. So Which... it was either either cringy or like way too well thought out. But it, I don't think either were laugh out loud kinds of humor. Yeah, but they were good. I think it lightened the K drama in a nice way throughout. Yeah. So good. All right, last comment. Okay. The last comment is another 10-star rating comment, and it's by Gucci-chan. And they said, Getting concerned to see if another Korean drama would top it with Goblin, since it created higher standards for Korean dramas to be on its A-game. Episode 1 will blow your mind away, and it still has you on the edge of your seat after episode 2. Only two episodes and forget it. You will fall in love with both the main characters and can't wait to see what's next. I just watch it. Um, so obviously, like, some of that... Or, or sorry, it, it does not say I just watch it. That was my bad. My bad. <laughs> I can't read. But also the text that we put these in is, like, mega tiny. Gotta go get yeah. my glasses. Uh, no, they just said just watch it. And then a million exclamation points because they loved it and they want you just to just watch it. Um, but no, I loved this particular comment because this was we watched this K drama right after watching Goblin, and we expressed the same concern about not being sure uh, if we would ever watch a K drama as good as Goblin ever again. And all the things that we hated about Goblin. Just don't matter. They don't. It was just one of the best K dramas ever made. Like this person said, it created a higher standard for K dramas to be on their A game in like every way, from the soundtrack to the uh, acting to the script to the, the cinematography. cinematography. Holy cow, the cinematography! I'll never get over it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I liked that this person was like acknowledged. They probably also just came off of that. That goblin high. Um, (laughs) And I can relate to this comment so much. This commenter, like, totally nailed how I felt going into this one. And also, like, as we went into it, episode one did blow our mind. Um, And I just remember getting so into it and being so relieved that goblin hadn't ruined me for K-dramas. And so, yeah. did it. They they, they, they set the bar high with Goblin, but I think while you were sleeping, reached the bar. They didn't surpass it. They weren't better than Goblin, but they were pretty amazing. Yeah, luckily it feels it feels a bit like a different genre. I know it's not. It's fantasy because they're like telling the future with their dreams, mm-hmm. and it's a K drama. Like they're essentially the same genre, but it felt. It felt very different from Goblin, which was good. Yeah. Like, it, it would have been hard to do something that was even more fantasy elements. Um, but it it hit all of the good points, like the cinematography and the soundtrack. Like, they, they did it all really well. Um, and so, yeah. I don't know if it's even comparable to Goblin, because it felt so different. But as far as, like, reaching the bar Goblin set, yeah, absolutely. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Yeah. That's all our comments. That's all our comments. Um, so next time, leave us some comments of your own, and we will go through and read them as well. Yes. This is, this is one of the best parts, is the interaction between the outside world and me and Raquel. Because we have so many opinions on K-dramas, but we want to hear everybody else's, and check them out and maybe it'll change our opinions. I think something that would be even more fun with like if you guys were commenting as we all went along with this is like you know how we feel and not only could you like either agree with us which like heck Thanks. yes like let's <laughs> get together and freaking have a fangirl fest or fanboy that would be really, really cool. Um, but uh, no, it would be really cool because you guys could, if you disagree with us, you could kind of let us know. Like, actually, like, I don't agree with your assessment of this particular thing. 
Uh, and here's why, because I think it's really cool to examine different perspectives perspectives regardless of whether we end up coming around to it it's really cool to talk about stuff and and think about it in different ways so it would be really 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 cool to hear from you guys for the next couple of episodes Raquel's a debate queen so she loves a good debate I love a good spirited debate <laughs> I always feel attacked so um if you leave a comment and you're like a little mean about it um I will be sad. Immediately I won't salty. do anything. <laughs> you will immediately salt the podcast. Just I'll kidding. Be, I'll be pretty sad. So um, keep it professional. I don't need it to be nice. I don't need you to agree with me in a nice way. I just need you to agree with me in a nice or neutral way, but yeah. not a mean way. As long as like no one's trolling or name calling, I think that we <laughs> should be good. Yeah. Because we, we're interested. We want to know. We want to know what's up in everybody else's mind. So there's a lot of places that you can leave us comments. The best one, our favorite one, is our website, playonk.com, where you can go on each individual episode and leave comments and let us know what we talked about there that made you want to comment. Yeah, or you can hit us up um, at our email, which is where if you like have a spoilery comment, that's where we prefer that you reach us. It's playonkpodcast at gmail.com, and uh, you can send us a quick a quick intermail, interweb mail. <laughs> oh god, why did nice. I do that? Gotta edit that. <laughs> send us an email and, yeah, spoilers or something really long or something you just don't want to share with the class. Anything. Yeah, anything like, at all. As previously stated, I have social anxiety. Like, I get it. I don't want people reading my stuff. I don't know why I have a podcast. Uh, so yeah, if you send us an email, and even if you say, like, I just want to put this here, don't talk about it in the podcast, then, like, that's totally cool. We won't talk about it in the podcast. Like, even if you just want to talk to us, that would be a lot of fun. Let's share secrets. Secrets. Um, there's also Twitter. Uh, you can tweet at us at playonk. And um, I think the last one is iTunes. Did you do that first, or did you do the website first? I did the website first. Cool. You're perfect. Nice. iTunes is the last place. If you subscribe to us there, it would be doing us a huge, huge favor. Or if you like it, it's not even a favor. It's just a symbiotic relationship. And. Um, <laughs> And if you rate us there, that would also be awesome. And comment there, that would be awesome as well. Yeah. Hit us up any of these places and let us know what you think of the dramas while we're watching them and after we're done with them. We'll include you in the next bonus episode if you leave comments in time. And yeah, just catch up with us. We we will start a new K-drama next week. Um... Did we decide what K-drama we're watching? Oh no, we have not. Did you have a preference on what we do? Yeah, I want to watch Huayugi. Okay, next we are going to watch Huayugi. Okay. <laughs> Unanimously decided. So watch the first four episodes and join us next week for another episode of Play on K. Thank you, James Hevel, for writing our theme song. Yeah, we love our song and we love James. We're pretty lucky to have a talented loved one to do stuff like that for us, so thank you, James. Alright, we'll catch y'all next week. Bye! Bye!